0: Hey, this is uh, Nasty Nate and Joshua Pressler coming at you with another good one, maybe. Uh, Delete. Delete. (laughs) (laughs) Intros are not my uh, bag of tea, baby. (laughs) Cup of tea. So So y'all went to our church uh, on, not our church, but the church that we've been attending on Sunday. I didn't go, but y'all went. Yes. That uh, was an interesting call that, you know, Jen showed up in the morning from the way I understand it. And you were like, where are you got to church with y'all?
1: We're and going to. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And then we were surprised because you didn't walk in the door. Yeah. And we were like, well, where's Nathan? Do you got to go back and pick him up? <laughs> nope. Nope. He went to bed at eight this morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have not been sleeping well.
1: Oh, man. So, yeah. So... We went, it kind of stemmed from the night before when you had told us that you might have gone to church with us if we were going. Yeah. yeah. And then that morning we were kind of up and we were getting the girls ready, had some breakfast and we were like, do you just want to go to church with them? We're like, yeah, why not? Let's just go. It's close. You know, we'll go. Exactly. So otherwise we just sat at home, watched our church on TV.
0: Which is what I did. I ended up waking up in time and. Just got my iPhone, just laid there. Okay. got yeah. serving was over and back to sleep for a little bit.
1: So honestly, like, yeah, there was no intention behind it, really, um, upon going. Uh, I will say this, though. So we... Actually, let's, let's backtrack. So for years, Ashley and I were really looking for a church home that really fit both of us. And, um, you know, I grew up in... Uh, Oak Hill Baptist Mm -hmm. and so you know when she got there with me in the relationship it was like kind of uncomfortable because you're you know sitting up in the front row it's not a big church I feel like all the eyes are on me and she's an introvert so it's not really like her feeling so being the leader of the household I had to respect that and that respect turned into a couple years of really just kind of like not going to church. Well, then finally during COVID, we, uh, found this church online, Christian life, Austin fell in love with the pastor.
0: Right. That's what I was going to say is I I know that y'all found that church and y'all really fell in love with the pastor. And and so
1: down. Yeah. And so just recently he, as you know, decided to, Still be the senior pastor, mm-hmm. but his uh, son in law is now the lead pastor and does mm-hmm. most of the preaching. So we felt a little disconnected because of that, but we had no intention and no plans of being like, let's look for another church. Right. So that simply that morning was just, let's go, you know, go with our nieces, go with our brother and sister and go mm-hmm. to church. And so that was it. So we walk in and we yeah let's
0: let's go through that. I, I didn't even think about approaching it that way. Like, what was your oh okay. experience so, walking in? You know?
1: So let's actually rewind just a hair. So that morning when we were talking about it, as you know, my wife, as I've just stated, introverted. Um, I said, well, you know, I'm going to know people there. That's why I've never suggested us going.
0: Oh yeah, you do.
1: I said, you know, I'm going to know Chelsea. I'm going to know Colleen. You know, obviously Nathan and Jennifer go. It's like, there's probably going to be other people there that I run into that I know. Are you okay with that? And she said, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, she was like, okay, yeah, we'll go. I'm like, All right, cool. So we'll go. So we walk in. Um, <laughs> to me, from my point of view, it looks like any other kind of like new start, you know, startup church. Right. right? It's not... Overwhelmingly beautiful, you know, all of that. It's got a little coffee bar, which is kind of one of the first things a lot of churches do mm-hmm. because, you know, you want to feel like people can sit there and mingle and catch up before the service. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you walk in, and we were literally, you know, kid checkout line and like the service was starting. So we didn't really have a lot of time to sit there and, and, mingle which was probably good for ashley's sake however we did see chelsea mm-hmm. uh they, they were at the kids line the same time we were with hannah and caitlin and and uh you know said hello they went and dropped the kids off She came back gave a hug hi all this didn't get to meet her husband still haven't met her husband well wow. <laughs> even though i just went to her younger sister's wedding he yeah. had to work while that was going oh, on. oh bummer so i still haven't met her husband but um <laughs> Excuse me. Um, So then we're walking into the service. And first thing I kind of notice is, okay, it's good music. I wouldn't call it great music.
0: Uh, The band's, In my opinion, the band's decent. Jen loves it.
1: Hit or miss is what I would say. Because they had some really, really good moments. Mm -hmm. And then some moments that it was a little underwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when the pastor gets up to speak... I don't know. I can't say that he was nervous. It's Pastor Sean. Right. I can't imagine he was nervous, but in the beginning of his sermon, he was talking so fast. Like yeah. it felt like everything was just coming really fast. And then as the sermon progressed, and I don't know if he felt time constraint or what, he was trying to just get a lot in, but he slowed down and it felt more fluid. Yeah. As the sermon went on. He it just does, he early into it. I don't know. Maybe he was trying to amp the energy up or
0: something. No, he, yeah, he, that's, Typically is Sunday flow. He'll amp the energy up. He likes to shout talk, which I thought would be a turnoff for y'all, because uh, he kind of likes to yell at you without yelling at you. And he likes to do some of the stuff that, like, I really like that Randy Phillips does that drives you nuts. You know where he's like, "I'm preaching good. Somebody, you know, somebody say amen and stuff like yeah. that." And and he likes to do that stuff, but he doesn't do it as from your. I would say from your perspective it's probably not as obnoxious as what Randy. Yeah. Nothing came off as does. egotistical, but he, he definitely sits there and like, like, give me, not give me praise, but like give God praise or yeah. say, man, are you awake? What's yeah, going yeah. on out there? Like,
1: And, yeah. and, you know, again, just to touch back on that whole thing with Randy Phillips, like I have no doubt that Randy Phillips is a man of God. I have no doubt that he's a fantastic preacher and what a lot of people need. Just in the moment that we were there visiting that one Sunday, mm-hmm. it just, it didn't feel right. Right. And, and that's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. We all have to find our own place in our own way. That's why there's
0: not just one church.
1: Exactly. You know, so, so anyway, so back to it is, you know, for me, it was like all of that going on. But the real hard part was I was having trouble mentally checking in and it's not for anything that was going on at the church. It was actually for something that had happened the day before. So, I am in a volunteer group program called Kids Outdoor Zone. Started at Christian Life Austin when I was there, and um, it's been awesome. I've been in it for two years. Well, during our lesson, completely unplanned, the uh, guy running the lesson, uh, Brother Richard Johnson he started asking the boys, and I guess it was just on his heart. He didn't plan it. It wasn't part of the lesson plan or anything. He started asking the boys about, you know, how many of them had cell phones. And most of the boys have cell phones. You know, they're, we have very few eight-year-olds in the group. Most of them are, you know, 10 to 12 to, mm-hmm. you know, we have 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds in there as well. And um. so, you know, most of them have a cell phone. So he started asking. And basically where it comes down to was you know, he holds his phone up and said, I could let any of you look at my search history and I I could be okay with that. Yeah. And then you know, me sitting there myself, I'm like I couldn't. I couldn't hand my, my phone to any of the brothers there mm-hmm. being leaders and allow you know and, and do that and not have something that would be an issue pop up, and so, there, then, that,
0: okay. Let's let's hold up. so that's an interesting topic for another right conversation. But I'm gonna what you're talking because I because because so we're we're basically talking provocative, right? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, we can say the word, you, pornography.
1: So yeah, let's let's stop there. Let's just leave it at the fact that you know I I couldn't hand my phone to any of the brothers and not feel ashamed Mm -hmm. for what was on there Mm -hmm. and uh you know those amazon purchases all the amazon purchases yeah no for for that reason and that reason alone you know is like after that moment we then do sit spots so what sit spots are are moments where we send the boys off and we also go off as leaders and we talk about something we learned that day um and then a prayer request And simply on my prayer request, I just put, please continue to pray for Ashley and myself as we go through the process of trying to figure out adoption versus also, you know, still trying to conceive. Um, So the later that evening comes and we're sitting here playing around with Hannah and Caitlin on the podcasting and then the situation that I'm not going to go into details about arises. That uh, Caitlin brings up, and so then I'm sitting here talking to Caitlin about the the rights and wrongs of the Bible, all the while knowing that I'm sitting there with my own immoralities, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm like, wow, you know, this is really hypocritical in my own head. And so all of this is feeding into me the next morning when I'm sitting there in church, and so I'm mentally checked out. Like, I, I'm just like, it's, I'm having a really hard time getting into it because I'm just being tormented inside with this conviction. And so then we get out of service and I was like, so what do you think of it to Ashley? And she said, well, I want to know what you thought of it first. I was like, okay, no big deal. I was like, and I told her the truth. I was like, honestly, it was really hard for me to mentally check in because of X, Y, and Z. You know, and I told her the reasons and she was like, you know, getting topic for another day, but she was like, well, I don't understand why you feel that way, you know, this and that. But, um, you know, I think you're being a little hard on yourself, those kind of things. And I said, okay, well, what did you think of it? Well, she said, and actually let me rewind just a little bit <laughs> during his sermon, Ashley leaned over to me and said, I think I want to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, for those of you that don't know, my wife has lived a life um, full of a lot of godly experiences, like spiritual experiences. And for the longest time, like she's felt like that was enough. No matter how much I've tried to convince her, oh, well, yeah, there's more to it with the Bible and all this stuff over 10 years, like... And you know, pastor Rex who we went to Christian life Austin for, like I've never heard her say those words Mm -hmm. until that sermon. And so for me, I was just like, okay, I need to listen now. And then she had also said, you know, the, uh, she later on, she had said, you know, maybe we should find a Bible study too. I was like, great. That's a great idea. So I'm, Fast forward back to after service and I said, okay, so what did you think of it? And she was like, well, you know, i tried to really, I, I saw the same, the same things like I described earlier, right? A little bit underwhelming, a little bit this or that, but the really interesting part that struck me was that she was like, once I was able to get out of my own headspace around that stuff, I felt more comfortable there. And the reason why was because everything wasn't perfect. Yeah. So you felt like you could be valuable. You felt like you could help. You felt like you you could have a place. Whereas like Christian Life Austin, as great as it is, it's a pretty well-oiled machine. And so like for her, that was like, Okay, I feel like I can be who I am. And I was like boom, like you know, mind blown, just like wow. Yeah. You know, so again, so then to flip back to the topic that cause Ashley and I continued throughout the day talking about it, and we talked about what I was going through some more. And while she and I was kind of talking about it. Uh, in a in a lull in the conversation, I sent a text message out to my uh, Koz brothers, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it here. Actually,
0: so a lot more went on than what Jen led me to believe.
1: Well, yeah, Jen didn't know it all. Um, so I reached out to my Koz brothers and said this. Brothers, I need prayer. I should have put this on my card yesterday, but I was ashamed. When Brother Richard talked about yesterday, struck a chord because I couldn't hand my phone to any of you to see my search history. Without having issues, it is a place that I've struggled with from time to time, but I want to be better about it and be kept accountable. So please pray with me, brothers, and check in with me from time to time. And man, you would not believe... No, you would believe the outpouring of support. Yeah. The outpouring of I've gone through the same thing. Mm-hmm. The outpouring of let's keep each other accountable, like all of that stuff, right? Right. You know, like I can be a mentor, all of those kind of things. But, but what?
0: I'm just no, there's no but. Oh, okay. You wouldn't believe, like it was, it was yeah.
1: insane, like because and and to me, it's expected because what's the easiest sin for us as guys to fall into? Yeah. Lust, temptation, in that sense. Yeah. And so, and of course, with having phones in our pocket, it's the most accessible thing there is. So literally, like, the next morning, 7 a.m., I get a phone call from one of my brothers, one of the main leaders. And he was like, hey, uh, let's go have lunch. Cool, let's go have lunch. And he was like, by the way, it's not about you, it's about me. I was like, okay. And, And, you know, at this point, I'm already feeling... Weight lifted, you know, because that's part of repentance. Repentance, when you confess your sins, you know, and you confess what you're doing, especially in a in a public sense in that way, to a, another brother in Christ or a sister in Christ, like that, that's the start of repentance. Mm-hmm. And so at that moment, like we start sharing our own stories at the table and we talk about it. We talk about the origins of it, you know, where we think it started, all that stuff. And where we think we are now with it so we we were having that conversation everything went amazingly prayer went great i had one of the most like crazy revelations of my own life for the past two years at this lunch and that was like even though ashley was the one that found pastor rex who made her feel so comfortable and safe, which is why we selected Christian Life Austin. Mm -hmm. Christian Life Austin wasn't for her. Christian Life Austin was for me. Christian Life Austin was for me because in those first (coughs) couple weeks of attending in person after COVID, I was standing at a life group table next to David Porter, who is the guy who runs KOZ in our Mm -hmm. church. And that's when I started in KOZ. And what KOZ has done and has developed has has given me the opportunity to learn how to be a better leader and a better husband and hopefully a better father once that time arrives to prepare myself for the moment that Ashley told me I want to read the Bible. And I had to be like, This is my this is my wife, and this is a feeling that she's never felt she needed before. And now she feels like she needs. I was like, absolutely. 100%. You know, that's, you know, if this is making you feel this way, we can't ignore this. And so now this upcoming week, we're going to, we're going to attend again at vertical chapel.
0: So she only wants to explore the Bible. If it's through a different church.
1: No, it's not that it's that the sermon in itself sparked into her. So she at least wants
0: to play out the sermon series and see where that goes.
1: No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with it. It's the feeling that she got in the first time ever having a desire to read the Bible. Okay, And so I was the one that's like, okay, well, if, if the spirit is moving in you to do that, when I've never been able to convince you of this, Mm -hmm. you've never been able your entire life Thought you had a need because you were so connected with God spiritually. Then that's worth. Then, you then that's
0: worth exploring, right? And potentially even Koz.
1: No, I wouldn't have. to. I don't know because Koz is not tied to one church.
0: Okay, so you could. No,
1: say. I yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. You know, okay. half
0: the guys in our group don't go to
1: Christian Life Austin. Oh, really? That's okay. just the chapter of the church. That's just where the chapter is organized at. Got it. Because Vertical Chapel actually has a Koz group. Oh, I wasn't aware. Yeah, they have one that's led by, I believe it's uh, Donnie Disco. Yeah, I Such know, a cool name. It is a cool name. <laughs> and he's actually on the radio show with TJ Grainy, who founded the whole thing. On uh, Sunday mornings, it's out the Outdoor Zone on 104.9 The Horn. Okay. So he does the show with them. His uh, nickname is Beefsteak. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's TJ and Beefsteak in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, yeah. So you don't have to, I wouldn't have to leave my group. I wouldn't have to do oh, anything. Okay. It's literally just like, and I told David this all sitting there. I was like, this is this is why we were at Christian Life Austin. And it was so clear in that moment that, you know, there's one thing in my life that's always been a constant struggle and sin, and it's been that. And I've tried before to have accountability partners with that, but this was literally like 12 guys. I confessed and admitted this to it once, which now thinking about it is such an ironic thing because there was 12 freaking apostles and then actually 13 after Judas of Iscariot. Mm -hmm. But it's like, so 12 guys I sent the text to 13 being me. I'm like, what the heck? I never even thought about that until just now (laughs) sitting in this moment, probably insignificant, but kind of cool at the same time. But it's like, you know, it's like, so now I know I have that, I have that support that I know is going to check in on me, especially from a couple of the guys that I really, really know yeah. are going to check in. And so it's going to make me want to be more accountable. Okay. And, um, I think that was kind of all a stepping stone to what
0: Sunday was. Not to put pressure on it, but if you guys start going there, i Feel like it might actually encourage us to probably go a little bit more than you know, because there are some of those Sundays where we wake up, and you're just like, especially after COVID, it's so easy. Like with, like what you're saying, you know, with with COVID, we fell out of the habit of going to church. Like I'm sure a lot of other Christians did as well. And when churches started opening back up, we still kind of were like, ah. we didn't really talk about it. We didn't really have that conversation. I didn't step up as the man of the house and like, oh, we need to go to church. You know, I may have said it once or twice, but it was not it was like the end of a Sunday. Oh, well, next Sunday we should go to church. And it's like next Sunday comes and you're just like, oh, I'd rather stay home. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, just I I know like especially having access
1: to virtual church. It made it a lot easier to not attend.
0: Yeah, it's made it incredibly easy. But I but I know like there's a period of time where we were going to church with my parents and it was like, Well, if I'm not at church today, even though I don't feel like going They're gonna then, ask questions. They're gonna ask questions. You know, so it's kinda of the same thing with this. It's it it's an accountability thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not intentional. It's not like you're gonna sit there and be like, Well, you should have been at church, why were you not at church? But it's gonna be like, Hey man, were you in church today? Why why did you not go to church today? Yeah. Uh my tummy hurt, or you know, it's like at a certain point you're gonna have to start you're going to have to uh, hold yourself accountable and be like, okay, am I making all these excuses just to make excuses or am I like legit?
1: Yeah. Most of the time the answer is yes to that. Yeah. You know, Um, you know, the fact of the matter is we carve out time in our lives for so many different things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, and honestly, biblically, biblically speaking, that it, it's a church building. It's not a church. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you look at the Bible, like God said, you know, I, I do not dwell in buildings, you know, which basically said he dwells in us. Like we are the church. Our bodies are the church. Like mm-hmm. that's why it says we're two or more gathered in my name. I am there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't say "Where two or more gathered in my name at vertical chapel. I am there, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you know, it's, it's a church building and what really we should be focused on is the fact that we should be going together. Like, we need to be in the body of Christ to continue being accountable with ourselves in the spirit.
0: My other obstacle, roadblock, whatever, with with showing up on time in general at church is that the worship, like, if it's not like David Crowder... Style music worship type thing, and I and I'm not really vibing with the songs and stuff like that. Then I then I'm kind of bored and checked out, like you're saying. You know, just kind of like having a hard time focusing and staying in the moment. And I have been so out of touch with church in my own personal life that the worship has become more of a show and a presentation to me than an experience for me. And I haven't found myself being able to switch gears from expecting entertain me to god move um, he, my heart here I'm I am, yeah. here I'm I'm here let's worship who cares what the singer sounds like who cares what the instruments sound like let's let's do this let's 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 connect you yeah. know and instead I'm like I said I'm just I'm I'm there like uh the song's decent but it's really not <laughs> it's really not my jam right now yeah and so I start thinking about other stuff and I'm on Facebook before you know it and I'm in church. And then because I'm on Facebook during worship then all of a sudden the sermon starts. And I'm interested in the sermon. Like I enjoy what Pastor Sean preaches about but my ADHD is already taken over and I'm already like, oh, I need to look this next thing up. Oh, I need to look this now. I'm still paying attention but I'm going to look this next thing up. You know, and so I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's always that metaphor like you've got to give God the reins or like if you're on a, horse-drawn carriage you've got to give one person the reins you can't you can't try to take the reins at the same time right and so if you're sitting there at church and you're trying to trying to get the word of god and you're trying to understand what the pastor's trying to sell to you not sell to you but preach to you and you're also looking at your phone you're kind of trying to take the reins well and
1: for lack of a better word you're idolizing right you're putting something before god uh, yeah in a sense it doesn't feel that way cause it's so natural nowadays, but right. truly that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the, the crazy thing about that is, you know, through all of this too, one of the other things that I need to get better about myself is just being in the word more. Yeah. Me too. You know? And so really with all that being said, that kind of leads us to, you know, the, the point of where this podcast is headed is moving forward. The, uh, Whether Nathan's here every time with me or not, this is going to be a podcast where we dive into the Word. We talk about, you know, topics, and we talk about stories that we've experienced in life, but then we're also going to start talking about the Bible, and we're going to start talking about what we're going to do, you know? I might have some different guests on from time to time, but that's the direction that we're going to go with this, and and hopefully, you know, for those of you out there that do decide to listen to this podcast, you know, it's... It's something for y'all as well. Um, I think any time that we can spend time in the Word, not just alone but also together, it's a strong experience. And so I look forward to that. And yeah,
0: I think what we need more of, though, are people that do what you did with that group where you where you. The church is always trying if the church is doing the right job they're always trying to teach us that this is a place for you to feel comfortable this is a place for you to bring your sins because there's no perfect person that goes that's supposed to go to church and and everybody that goes to church including the pastor is imperfect and everybody has flaws everybody has sins and yet you don't you you feel like no matter how long you've been going to church you feel like oh the moment i mentioned my sin I'm gonna be ostracized or I keep wanting to use that word. I think it works because it's not it works there. But you 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 feel like you're gonna be outcast all of a sudden, like like they're gonna start looking at you or they're gonna put you through some type of twelve step program of Christianity.
1: Well, and the the crazy thing about that thought process is that's how we feel and we're a part of it. We're mm-hmm. a part of the church. So imagine how people feel that aren't even a part of the church yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why the worldly view of Christians is hypocritical. That's why the worldly view of Christians is, you know, a lot of hatred. And, you know, that's not against biblical principle. Because Jesus said, they hated me first, they will also hate you. Yeah. you know, my... And so until people immerse themselves in that world, they just don't understand. And that's what our goal is, is to try to get more people to immerse themselves in that mm-hmm. in that world.
0: And if you if you can find a church that you can go to where you feel comfortable enough to let the leadership or, or fellow uh, members of the church know, hey, I'm struggling and this is what I'm struggling with, and you can get that super personal, it's probably the right church home for, for you, whether whether you keep relationships with those people that are in that in that church or you stay in that church personally,
1: whether it's the church home or I'm even going to say an extension of the church. Yeah. Because in this situation, like specifically with me, kids outdoor zone. Yeah. Christian life. Austin is where the chapter is based, mm-hmm. but Christian, uh, K O Z kids outdoor zone is not a, a church itself, right? It's yeah. not, it's at not just one church, which is mm-hmm. why, you don't have to be a part of Christian life, Austin to be a part of this. You have to understand the principles and you have to, to be a, a a person of God that is trying to live for God, Mm -hmm. you know? And even at that, like we just said, you're still going to have those times that you fall. You're still going to have those times that you fail, but that's what forgiveness and grace and mercy and repentance is all about and especially even accountability and so so yeah so
0: let me just say that that the direction I thought that your story was headed and this is coming from somebody who's been in church his whole life like I thought that what you were gonna say was that their response back to you in the in the text message you sent was gonna be somewhere along the lines of like hey why don't you take a step down from koz for a while and let's go through some type of counseling program and let's make sure you get right and then when we feel like we can sign off on you maybe you can come back into the position that you have right now with koz it's kind of the way i expect it and that's coming from somebody who's been in the church for his whole life you right know?
1: but that's what the that's what the evil one wants us to think right that's that fear and doubt that he tries to instill in us right like even even though we've been you know, I, I've grown up in the church. Mm-hmm. I went, I, I've said for the longest time, my testimony is boring because I grew up in the church. But when I was actually able to give my testimony in front of the KOZ kids, I was like, my testimony just started the day I got baptized. Because, man, do you go under attack, mm-hmm. especially through your teenage years, especially through your early 20s when everybody wants to party? Mm-hmm. The evil ones at every turn. But that's what was so cool about this experience, you know, and, and, and I've had similar experiences like that at places in fast at men's retreats and those kind of things where, you know, I've confessed, but then the follow up's not there. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's the fear. And, and, and it's like, well, what's the point in sharing this? You're just going to be on your own anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. Not, not with this group.
0: Yeah. It's all you about know? the group.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing is, you know, it's, it's like you you have to know like I've been with this group for two years two years and I've never confessed this mm-hmm. right so that shows the level of comfortability that and, and doubt and fear that we still have in ourselves because of the evil one that we have to move past and I have no doubt that I, I mean look the very next day I had lunch with a leader. And it was like, hey man, you know, we're here together, we're in this together. These are my faults, these are your faults. You know, let's let's move on and let's pray. And then he prayed for me, and I prayed for him, and we prayed for our group, and we prayed for God to make us stronger leaders that we can continue to lead these boys to Christ. And yeah.
0: Well, speaking of prayer, let's just do that. Let's let's end this with with a simple prayer, and and I'll go ahead and kick it off. Heavenly Father, I uh, I thank you for this time that we got to spend just talking about you and talking about our lives and and just experiences with you. Um, I thank you for this program that that Josh is plugged in with this Koz. It's really been making a lot of changes in his life, Lord, that I've seen. But I I really thank you for this podcast that you're uh, putting on His heart, Lord, and and I pray that you'll definitely continue to give him the wisdom and insight uh and the the in in his daily reading you will continue to give him the words that that you want spoken lord so that it's not it's never his podcast he's never the one that's that's leading it but he's always the one that that's sharing your heart through it uh just I, i thank you for this time that we've got to have with each other lord and uh i love you
1: yeah god just uh Thank you so much for being you. Thank you for being a God that can look upon me, us sinners with all of our faults and flaws. And and you said, you know, I'm going to take that on myself. I'm going to be the sacrifice for that so that you can know me more and you can know my father more. Lord, just it's unimaginable that you would do that for us. I thank you for all the brothers that have shown me support through this time, and I thank you for my brother Nathan, who's here with me today. Lord, that um, he's uh, obviously a close close part in my life, and that. You've allowed him to be in it for so long, Lord, that we can just be open with one another to a fault. Um, and Lord, we just, we humbly bring ourselves before you today and just just lay everything out on the table and say, clean our hearts, wash us, make us white as snow, and... Guide us. Be that north star that that leads us to your son and allows us to continually follow him. We ask that you bless this podcast, that as we dive forward, moving in the future, going through the Bible, that you speak through these microphones, Lord, that you let your voice be heard. And Lord, it doesn't matter how many people listen to this, but if one person comes to you, it's all worth it. We thank you so much for being who you are and saving us. Amen. Mm. Thank you for listening to Unafraid with Josh and Nate. Help us out by rating us on iTunes so more people can find our podcast. Hope you have a blessed week.